Thank you for joining us. It's our mission to restore hope and make a positive difference in your life today. Remember to hit subscribe so you can be the first to know when we release new content. Let's go now to today's message. Heavenly Father, God, I ask that you would anoint this. And I thank you, God, for what has already happened, what has already transpired. And Lord, I just pray that you would help me get through this tonight. God, I thank you for what I feel in my spirit. And I know it's not about the feeling, but it sure feels good to be in your presence. And Lord, I, I don't take it for granted, Lord Jesus, that true joy is in your true presence. And God, I thank you for this joy tonight. And I ask that as I'm preaching this word, that it would just begin to increase in individuals. We give you the glory. We give you all the praise for anything great comes from you. And we praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may be sitting in the presence of the Lord. This, this particular scripture, the Lord began to remind me of, we preached from this topic a while back. And it just, as we're moving in and transitioning into the next places of our life, it, sometimes we have to remind ourselves of what God has declared. Because it's easy in the, the distractions of the day to, to forget what God has said. It's easy for us to, to come up against something, and when we're up against it, we can't remember what God has declared. And God brought His children, the children of Israel, to a place where all they could do, watch this, was depend. He brought them to this place where the only thing, their only option was to depend not on them, but on Him. And God is bringing you to a place, I believe, in the last two years, there's been a total dependency upon one source. There's been a total dependency upon Him. I can't rely on uh, uh, my abilities. I can't rely beyond uh, my knowledge. I can't rely on my knowledge. I can't, I can't depend on my job. I can lose my job tomorrow. I can't depend on uh, financial my financial state in the bank. I could be loaded in the bank, but how many knows a snap of a finger and, and that, that everything that's in that account can be zapped out just like that. One little storm in my life can take everything from me, so I cannot depend on my job. I cannot depend on my finances. How many knows you can't even depend on the doctors? You can't depend on medicine fully. But there's one that you can always depend on. And this one that I'm talking about, He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's the God, the Creator God of the world that literally He breathed life into the earth. The Bible says that He spoke. This is how awesome He is that all He has to do is say it, and there it is. And so, the God who created me is the one that I want to walk under. The God that has created me is the one, it is interesting that we know this, that we cannot walk or move in this life, even in the moments of this life without Him, and we try other things. But how many knows that after you've tried every other thing to depend on, your friends were there, but how many knows that sometimes there's circumstances that your friends you can't even depend on? Your family you cannot depend on, but how many's glad that you have a friend that sticks closer than a brother? 
He's never left you on time. He's brought you through uh, many, uh, one, the old timers used to say, he brought me a mighty long way. Come on, somebody. 41 years, I can say the Lord has brought me a mighty long way. He's brought me through many things. I can depend on God because God has never forsaken me. He's never let me down. Does anybody else know the God that I'm talking about right now? And it's okay if you shout in this guest, feel free. If you feel the stirring of the Spirit, you want to shout hallelujah, it just urges me to preach. So beyond my own knowledge, I have to look to Him. i got to get to Him. I must be careful, as, as they were, to observe what He said. The Bible, you know, we, we see the law and we understand that we're not in the law, but that, that there were some principles there that still work. Come on, somebody. And the principle of leaning into Him, leaning to His Word, letting His Word be your guide, we can see that the, every commandment was for the children of Israel. And He said, I want you to be careful to observe uh, these commandments. And He said, if you're diligent and you'll be obedient to what I've told you to do, he says, then I'm going to bring you into a land, watch this, without limits. No lack in this land. This was a land that he talked about without limits. And so he said, if you will observe my commandments, if you'll do what I tell you to do, if you will be guided where I'm telling you to go, he's saying, I'm going to give you a land without limits. And he says, I'm going to take you into a place, it's a Good land. Hallelujah. It's not a land that's polluted. Come on, somebody. It's not an evil land. It's not a land of religion. Hallelujah. It's not a, it's not a, a land of, 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 of pollute, a polluted land. But how many knows that good, it, what he means there is this is a virtuous land. It's God's land. It's a, it's, a, it's a land that's integral. It's a land that's pure. It's a land of His righteousness that, that resides in His land. And he's saying, I want to bring you into this place of water. I want to bring you into a place God is not against. He said, I want to bless you. I want to bless you. I know that that's, that that message has been polluted, but I want to revive the message of the blessing. Because God, watch this, wish above all things that you would what? Come on, somebody help me preach. Y'all know the word. That you would prosper and that you would be in health. What is the enemy after the last two years? He's after my prosperity. Come on, somebody. And he's after my health. So he's after my wealth. He's after my health. And he's done a pretty good job because the Christian will willingly lay down his life. And that's okay. That is part of it. We have to walk in humility. Pride goes before a fall. But there's a difference in walking in pride and, uh, and confidence. Come on, somebody. How many knows I can walk in his confidence? I can walk in his word. I can walk in his righteousness. I can walk in his peace. I can walk in his, come on, in him I live. In him, I'm trying to get somebody to get this. In him I move. In him I have my being. And the next thing you know, in him, I have my health. In him, I have my wealth. In him, it, it's not about me, but it's about the kingdom being activated in the earth. And so God doesn't care if you're blessed. I want you to get this because God is not against blessing you in this life. Turn your neighbor and tell him God wants to bless you. And if you don't want the blessing, tell him just pray it on me. 
Just tell God to bless me, okay? Because I don't want it selfishly. I know what I can do with the blessing. Come on. You know what you can do with the blessing. How many of us? I cannot bless anybody if I don't have anything to bless them with. And God is trying to get his people to the kingdom mentality that, that he wants to bless you. It's not the, he, it, he, the only way that he would deny the blessing over your life if he understood that the blessing would get in the way of you and him. When the blessing gets between you and him, that's when he will take the blessing away from you. And so God wants to bless a people. He wish above all things that you will prosper. He wish above all things that you would be uh, in hell. And he delights in blessing your obedience. How many knows that when you're obedient, that God blesses your obedience? It may take time. Sometimes it happens right around the corner when you do something. Uh, we've, we've heard blessings from things that we've been doing here, here lately. And God, right around the seed being sown or whatever the case may be. And God, the next day, is doing something. And I believe that there's an accelerated anointing on your obedience. My God, I feel like shouting right there. I wish somebody would just obediently give him a shout in this house. Come on, somebody praise him like you believe the word of the Lord. There's an acceleration that's going to come on some people who are obedient. So if God told you to give him a praise, what would you do? Come on, if you do acceleration, I'm not talking about money. See, we always think it's money, but I'm talking about acceleration in wisdom, acceleration in knowledge, acceleration in discernment, acceleration in sons and daughters coming on back home. If you knew that your son and daughter would come home because you let out a shout because God told you to do so, how would you act in this place right now? Come on, I'm talking about overnight kind of things happening. Accelerated speed. And so we have to understand the times that we are in that when God is speaking, we cannot sit on what He is saying. We have to do something. Turn you ever say, we've got to do what He says do. Blessed is He who is obedient. He wants to bless your obedience. The Bible tells us in Psalms 33, 18, 19 that the eye, watch this, of the Lord <laughs> is on those who fear Him. You want God to watch you? Fear Him. The eyes, and one, one uh, translation, the message translation says it like this. He says, the, uh, he says, upon those, the eyes of the Lord are upon those who respect Him. How many knows that there's a holy, reverent fear to things you respect? And the most, the thing that the enemy is, is the reason that, so, that, that there's a lack in a, in a, of blessing and the reason that there's a lack of God truly pouring out what He wants to pour out, and I believe this with all of my heart, is because, let me tell you something, when I was a kid and my dad started preaching that, that hell was hot, he might still believe in hell. See, some people don't even believe there's a hell. I hope you're right. The separation of God would be enough. But I can prove to you all day long in, in black and white and red that there's a hell. There's a heaven to gain. There's a hell to shun. And when my dad would begin to preach on hell, there was my ears perked up. I was in the back. I was playing with my friends. But when he started talking about hell being hot, and if I had sin in my heart, then that's the place I was getting ready to go. Something happened in me. There was a fear. 
Because my father was saying something, number one, but my heavenly father was saying something. And I feel like that there's not been true divine release because we've lost the art of respect. Y'all better help me or I'll stop right there and just put the mic down and stop. There is, there is a lost art of respect. Nobody respects their fathers anymore. Nobody respects their parents. You know the first Scripture I ever learned when I was a, when I was a child? Ephesians 6 and 1. Somebody help me. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Watch this. For this is right. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. The Lord will bless, watch this, your obedience. Come on somebody. I could have saved myself a lot of headache, a lot of heartache, if I would have listened to the sound counsel of my father, come on. If I and you say, well, my father was terrible. He was he was bad. He you know he didn't live the. Well, watch him. If you don't listen to him, watch. And you can learn just by watching, and you can learn by listening. But but I'm gonna tell you something. The one of the main reasons that that your parents are so strict, maybe on. I don't know why I'm going here, but that your parents are so strict on you is for this reason right here. Because we know what life can do. We've experienced life. We've made some mistakes. We have tripped and fell. And we don't want you to go through the same things that we've had to go through because God wants to get you to a place accelerated. Come on. He wants to get you to a place quicker. He wants to get you to your destiny now. He wants to get you to your, to your destiny. And, and, and you can't get to your destiny if you're in the midst of your distraction. So I truly believe that respect will release an accelerated speed of your blessing. He, he delights in blessing obedience. His eyes are on those who respect the Lord. The ones looking, watch this, for His love. <laughs> looking for His love in all things. I want you to get that in your heart and your mind tonight. If you don't leave with anything else, look at, for His love in all things. Look for His love in all things. Well, we've loved people to hell. That's not what I'm talking about. If you can look for His love in all things, you can correct with His love when things need to be corrected. But I have to look for His love in it. Turn your neighbor and tell him, look for His love in it. Look for His love in it. And he says, looking for His love, he is, this, is, this is the message translation of that same Scripture. Look for His love. He is. Watch this. If you look for His love in all things... He is ready to come to your rescue. Isn't that good? That's just the Word. If you look for love in all things, the Bible's telling you and I that if I look for love in circumstance, situation, whatever I may be facing, then He is ready. My God. Ready to run to my rescue. That's shouting material. That makes me so happy because all I got to do is look for His love in it. 
Come on, somebody. If I can look for his love in my situation, he's going to run to my rescue. He's going to pull me out of that mess. He's going to help my children get out of it. He's going to help, he's going to help my marriage. Come on. He's going to help my business boom again. But i got to look for his love in it. So if I look for the love, then he's going to come to my rescue. And the Bible says to keep them alive. He's going to keep you alive. Watch this. In the midst of famine, he's going to keep you alive. This is the message translation of Psalms 33, 18 through 19. God is saying the kingdom of God. He's saying seek first the kingdom of God. He said if you'll seek first the kingdom of God, y'all know the scripture that he will add things to your life. If you will seek his love first, then he will begin to rescue you. But not only does he rescue you, when he rescues you, he gives you stuff. He starts adding to your, to your life. He starts adding abundance to you. Why? Because you say, I'm going to seek God on this. I'm going to seek his counsel. And when I seek his counsel, he begins to bring forth the increase of wisdom. He begins to download some knowledge that I need in, in this situation. If I run to him, I, I, he, I have everything that he has at my disposal. And so there is a living spiritually in the land. And this is what I want you to understand. That in this land is endless possibility. And when I seek the Lord, the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, all these things start to be added to my life to advance the kingdom of God in the earth. The only reason for addition is for advancement. Woo, come on, somebody. I'm preaching tonight. The only reason for your addition is not for you to get up on your throne and say how great you are, but it's for the advancement of the kingdom. It's for sons and daughters to prophesy. It's for the church to be equipped. I wish I had somebody to give God a praise right there because we're getting ready to step into this thing. Hallelujah. He is providing. He's committed to, to, to you living spiritually in the land of no limits. He's committed to it. That even in a famine, you will have not, not just enough, but come on somebody, the Scripture says more than enough. Aren't you tired of just having enough, barely getting by? Barely enough knowledge, barely enough wisdom, barely enough words when you need something to say? Come on. In a situation you need, God, give me what I need. You know He can do that? He can give you more than enough. You'll have to choose what you have to say. Come on, somebody. You'll have to choose what you have to say. I'm talking about wells of wisdom that you'll have to choose from this way or that direction, but all directions work for you. And in the Bible is saying that in my spirit, I want to remind you that God is saying, I'm going to supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. Would you nudge your neighbor and tell them you have a heritage and a promise? I want you to, I want you to start preaching with me now. Tell them you have a heritage and you have a promise. Come on. And those who are moving in faith, those who are honoring and obedient to his word, just in our scripture, and just as our scripture said, you're coming into a season. You've been through some situations, but getting ready to come to your season. You've been through some circumstances, but you're getting ready to come into your season. The Bible said, don't be weary in sowing good seed. He said, you're coming into a place of harvest. I feel like preaching right now because some of you have been in a place of lack. Some of you have been in a place of distraction, but you kept on sowing. You kept on walking through it. And God said, I got to get you through it, but I'm getting ready to step you right in everything that I've provided for you, the plan I have for you, the purpose I have for you. You're getting ready to step into it. So don't stop in the middle keep on marching 
You're getting ready to come into the place of your season, the place of fruit. The Bible says that there was fruit, that there was a land flowing with waters, there was crops, there was metal, there was uh, plant life. And and, and God is saying, uh, all that you need according to my riches, He said, I have it for you. And when it is that you are looking for Him and His love, He's going to be the shepherd. The Bible said, the Lord is my shepherd. What does it say right after that? It said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. How many knows when you serve the Lord of everything, you're not going to want for anything. When you serve the Lord, we serve the Lord of everything, you're not going to want for your healing because in Him is my healing. Come on. In Him is my abundance. In Him is my provisions. In Him is my insight. So if I'm in the shepherd and the shepherd is in me, I don't have to want for anything because the God who created everything Come on somebody. Somebody praise him real good in this place. Stand to your feet just for a minute so we can get our exercise. I don't want you to get sleepy on me. Stand to your feet right now and say that God everything, the God of everything is the one that I'm serving. The God of everything. So that means that I can live in a land of no limit. I'm living in a land of endless endless possibility. I'm living in a land where there's water. Come on, somebody. And if there's water, there's life. And if there's water, the Bible says that God is bringing us into a land flowing with waters and crops and metal and fruit and plant life. And He is a God who meets all of our needs. And He said, He said, not, listen, it's not the ability of what I can do. It's not the ability of what the government can do. Come on, somebody. It's not the ability of world systems. But how many knows it's out of this world? Hallelujah. If I can get my mind out of this world I can make a difference in this world hallelujah if I can get my thinking above this system I can work from a different system I can work from a kingdom dimension and God is trying to get his people not in a prideful arrogant state but he's trying to get his kingdom in confidence somebody shout Yahweh Yahweh provides Yahweh continues to keep me Yahweh continues to help me Yahweh helps me overcome even when I get into the place. How many knows it don't stop when you get in? He's going to help you when you get into it. And this is your winning season. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. It's my winning season. Listen, the Eagles won the other night. Their first game is because Mike Amick showed up. That's right. Somebody, you need to slap your neighbor high five say it's my winning season. The devil thought I was going to remain a loser. But I just wanted to show him. Come on, somebody. I just wanted to show him. I yielded to the way of Yahweh. And when I yielded to Yahweh, I received the win. It's my winning season. It's the season where these spiritual things, symbolically, there's, there's sim- symbols and types and shadows. If we look at this uh, prophetically, the word is not, it's not, how many knows it not just was, but it is, and it is to come. And so where there is water, it means life. It means springs underground. This is constituting the health that we need. Hallelujah. Water helps with my health. And it's, it's constituting uh, that there's security, there's protection, 
uh, it symbolizes the flow of faith. How many knows the flow of faith will guarantee my perfection? How many knows the flow of faith will guarantee my protection? Come on. How many knows the flow of faith will guarantee that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above anything that I could think, ask, or imagine? So I want you to get in your mind's eye that when you look at the flow of water, you are experiencing the flow of faith. Because had not God spoken into existence, it would not be there. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is that what's outside of you is spiritually on the inside of you. And the Bible says, that out of your belly will flow rivers of not dead water, not stagnant water, but I'm looking for somebody who's still got a well that's fresh, who's still got some living on the inside of you. Come on. You should have died a long time ago. The debt should have taken you out. The car crash should have taken you out. The drug overdose should have taken you out, but you still got a well that raised you up when you should have been taken out. If that's you and you shouldn't be here, somebody give God a praise and tell your river starts running. Somebody give God a praise until your river starts running. You say, well, why do that? Because your neighbor might need your river. Your neighbor might need your praise. Your neighbor might need your testimony. Your neighbor might need your hallelujah. Somebody stir up the gift of God. Let the river run in this place and declare that there's faith flowing. There's a fresh flow of faith that's getting ready to raise the dead. That's getting ready to open blinded eyes. That's getting ready to unstop deaf ears. Yes, we are getting ready to walk into it. And so I had to walk through it so I could walk into it. The place of water, the place of love, wheat, symbolizes spiritually love, the love of God. If I find His love in it, come on somebody, the love of God. Barley, exterior goods. Well, I just, I can't love all the time. If you're in the land of love, you'll become what you're living in. And then he says vines representing spiritual goods. So there's exterior goods and spiritual goods. How many of you can be blessed and be a blessing all at the same time? Spiritual goods, fig, figs, natural produce, pomegranates. Now these pomegranates declares spiritually my mind. How many has ever, when you get a little older... <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, but I'm starting to get wisdom. But how many knows when you get wisdom, you start forgetting other things? My hair hadn't fell out, but it's turned gray. And when I start getting gray, I forget what to say. I'm just saying me. I'm not talking to anybody else. This is a personal experience. But what he's saying is if I live in the, listen to me, if I live in the land of no limit, God will give me my memory back. He'll renew my youth. He'll renew my mind. Come on, somebody. This is the mountain experience. This is the holding place that we've been talking about. God is trying to say something to His people that He wants to renew your mind. And if I stay in the Word, I'll be transformed by the renewing of my Word. By the renewing of my mind. It's, the, it's that place of memory and kingdom comprehension. Divine understanding. How many would like to have divine understanding? And I'm not talking about knowing everything God knows, but how many knows He can give you fragmentary pieces to help you along the way? That's what I'm talking about. Divine revelation. Divine knowledge. How many would like to have that? 
A relational, precise perception. How many would like to look at something and have that precise idea of what God wants to do? Not what the enemy wants to do. We're good at that. Oh, do you see that devil running in the back of the church? What's God doing in the middle of it? Precise perception of what matters and what don't. And, and developing a relational, precise perception. But how many knows development comes through this, this, uh, uh, this is going to, it's going to sound deep, but just hold on. I'll break it down in just a moment. Distinguished, distinguishable dialect. How many knows there's a, a distinguishable dialect that the kingdom has? It's distinguishable. It's a language that only heaven understands. But when I communicate in this realm, when I'm by myself and I'm communicating in Him and I change the frequency, when I get out of what naturally I would say and what I would pray, because a lot of times we can get real uh, ritualistic in our words. That's where religion really comes in. But when you change the frequency, it's a distinguishable dialect full of destiny. When I begin to communicate with Him in the secret place, and there's a language that humanistic uh, sources cannot understand, but there's a language that heaven can use. You know who He uses it against? Your enemy. Now see, y'all put a face with it. I'm talking about the devil. It's a distinguishable sound. And one of those sounds, and sometimes you don't know what to pray. Anybody ever been there? You don't know what to pray. The Scripture lines it up, backs it up. Thank God for this because there's been many times I didn't know what to pray and sounds are coming out of me and people thought I was silly, but then I started reading the book and I was like, it's there. This groaning that's in me and I don't know what to say, but there's a sound that, that, that I, I don't know what this is, but God, I, I'm going to use it right now because it's all I have to use. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And it just, this sound is distinguishable dialect that is from a different dimension. This realm will never understand it. Matter of fact, the Bible says when you start talking about these things, if we're, if we're not willing to get and lean into these, this way of life, and I'm not knocking anybody. Anybody can go to the level, all of us can go to the level we desire to go. The Bible says that there's 30, 60, 100 fold. I can stay in 30 if I want to. But how many knows when you've been full of so much of God? Let me just say this, full of the world and you've been set free. And God filled you up with something that was so much better. How many knows that when you're full, you still want more? That's the way of the kingdom. And so God taught them to live by this way. Divine distinctive, I don't know what their sounds were like, but it was a dialect. It was a communicational system. A lot of times they went through the leader. But God gave you a system. My God in heaven. He gave you a secret that the enemy don't even know. Come on somebody. I'm, I'm, I'm getting so excited right now because I want you to catch this. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, guess what? You can have it tonight. You can have this secret dialect. I wasn't going this way. 
But if you need the Holy Ghost power of God, I'm going to tell you something. In this day and hour, you might have got by last last few centuries. But I'm telling you, in this day and hour, when you got a demon staring you in the face that's appearing on Fox News, listen, they're, st- they're starting to show up in the streets. You better have something that's greater than a naturalistic word. Stand to your feet all over this place. Aren't y'all thankful for Holy Spirit? I love Him. He's good to me. Better to me than I deserve. You know, the Holy Spirit, the Bible says it's for a, a reason. And I know this is different. Is this okay? You guys okay with this? The Bible says that the Holy Spirit is a leader. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is a leader. When you allow Holy Spirit to lead, you're under the government of God. You're literally under the hand of God when you allow... Man, I feel this right now. When you allow Holy Spirit to lead you, you're under the hand of God. Now think about this. If I allow Holy Spirit to lead me, I'm under the hand of God. And if I'm under His hand pain, I'm protected. Watch this. Fivefold ministry. The operations of those offices are under His hand. The right hand of God. And I can only be directed by His hand and covered by His hand if I'm led by His Spirit. (laughs) His Bible says, the Word says, you can preach with me, Payne, I love it. That's right here, my brother. Holy Spirit leads me, guides me, Watch this, into all truth. So what do I need more than anything else outside of the blood? First, the blood. No blood, no oil. But the next best thing that you can receive after receiving the blood of Jesus Christ is His Holy Spirit. Because His Holy Spirit will say things that words can never describe. His Holy Spirit will lead you into things that people will look at you and go, you've lost your mind. You say, how do you know that? Ask Noah. Holy Spirit will tell you to preach even if nobody gets saved. And you may look like a fool until it starts raining. But when Holy Spirit directs, He connects. (laughs) I feel this thing tonight. Lift your hands toward heaven. He's connecting right now. I'm going to ask Him to speak to your spirit. Lift your hands. Don't look at me. Look to Him for a minute. However you look to Him. However you personally get to God. That's the place I want you to get to in your spirit right now. That hunger, that thirst, that secret place. However it is that you get to a place where you're open to Him. That's where I want you to get. Come on, just begin to press in. Begin. To, you know what? Start praying in the Holy Spirit. Just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. 
God is connecting things right now. He's connecting. I'm getting ready to declare over you. I'm going to declare some word over you just, just in a few moments. God's getting ready to connect some things. There's a cleansing right now. Everything that clenched you is, is being cleansed out of you in the name of Jesus. Everything that tried to tie you up is being, is, has to loose you right now. There's a cleansing. There's a, everything that tried to restrict you has to release you right now. Come on, somebody. Help me in this place. Just begin to press in. Religious, uh, r- r- rigid, Religious places are being destroyed in the name of Jesus. There's, a, there's an honorable place that you're coming into. There's a favorable place that you're coming into. The Bible says the acceptable year of the Lord. You're in the year of your jubilee. You're in the season of your liberty. You're in the season of freedom. I feel this thing right now. There's a prophetic activation that's getting ready to hit your house. That's getting ready to hit your sons. That's getting ready to hit your daughters. Why do you think demonic forces has tried to take out your family? family because they know what your family is packed with. Your family is packed with unity. Your family is packed with the word. Your family is packed with this gift called Holy Spirit. He is a sir. He's a gentleman. He's a leader. He's a guider. Lift your hands right now all over this place. I speak abundance over you. Just receive it. I speak abundance over you. I speak absolute over you in the name of Jesus. I speak absolutes over you. I speak absolutes over you legally. I speak absolutes over you by the favor of God. I declare the favor of God to increase in your life. I I declare favor with God. I declare favor with men. I declare favor on your job sites. I declare that you're going to walk in a kingdom dimension. You're going to walk in kingdom confidence. I'm not talking about arrogance or pride, but we're going to get to a place where we don't have to explain that anymore. We're just going to walk in the confidence of the kingdom and we're going to lay hands on sick people and see them recover. This is how we're going to see it. We must walk in the confidence and the courage of the Holy Spirit being led by Holy Spirit. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, David said, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thou rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I'm walking through a shadow, but fear will not overtake me, for God is with me. And the Bible says he'll never leave you, he'll never forsake you, but he'll be with you even until the end of time. And some of you have felt like he's not with you, but I'm here to tell you, he's right beside you right now. He's comforting you right now. I know it hurt, but God is healing you right now. Come on, just lift your hands and begin to receive. We hope you enjoyed this word. If you would like to hear more messages like this one, please take a second and click the subscribe button. And for more information on our ministry, please visit us at rhctn.com.